Hello and welcome to Mental Health Awareness in the Church, where we discuss those topics that most church congregations don't want to talk about. So today we're going to talk about confession. Confession, as we know as believers, is good for the soul. Confession is a way to release what you've been holding on to that the enemy has used to keep you in silence and in bondage. There's an old Guyanan proverb that says, he who conceals a matter cannot get well, or he who conceals sickness cannot get well. Mental illness is a sickness that involves the mind, it involves the thinking, it involves emotions, and it involves the will of a person. Interestingly enough, when the mind is not thinking properly, or there's no clarity in the mind, emotions can drive an individual, which then leads to actions that are generally behaviors that are what many may call bizarre, uh, not normal, uh, strange, all of which I have experienced personally, which is what brought me to the place of talking about the confession. Talking about that elephant in the room, The issues that go on within the soul, the soul has to do with the mind, the will, and the emotions. And when you're not able to fully address or confess what's going on with you, it holds you in a bondage, it holds you in a pattern of thinking that is associated with fear. And as it relates to me, this is what prompted me to actually create the podcast, to be able to have a place to discuss those topics of mental health and mental illness that many people in the church don't want to talk about. Today, we are in a time when the church is really acting a lot like the world. The church is not looking after each other. The scripture tells us, by this all men shall know that ye are my disciples, that ye have love one for another. It also says, confess your faults one to another that you may be healed. The scripture also tells us that confession is good for the soul. But many people don't want to confess for the fear of being castigated, stigmatized, uh, stoned, or even just left out to die spiritually with ideas and views to say that the person who's experiencing an illness or health, mental health issues is not saved or they just aren't spirit-filled. Something's going on in that person's life. Well, we'll talk later because there is some truth to the fact that something is going on in that person's life. And generally, it's around some area of sin, but it doesn't always mean that the person has actually dabbled in some sin. 
it can actually be unresolved issues, the residue of sin. That we receive salvation the day that Jesus Christ took every one of our cares to the cross. He died and rose again and ascended. He saves us. He justifies us. He sanctifies us. We grow from glory to glory. No one just arrives and they are perfect beings. And that's the misconception that the church often puts out and portrays to people. That when you get saved, everything just goes away and you enter this great big perfect world. Not really explaining to the believer that you are about to experience some of the most trying times of your life and as well as the most peaceful times of your life because we're still in a world full of sin. So people need to have the reality of understanding that it's not a cakewalk having a relationship with Christ. In fact, you're entering into a battle, a battle for your life which is going to create a lot of emotional turmoil. But with God, we are more than conquerors. We are victorious. And once we learn how to fight in the battle, we win because the battle's already been won. So as I stated earlier, yes, I've had my fair share, which I'll share more along the way. But it's just an introduction to say, once you address the issue, it no longer has power over you. Once you confess what you've been dealing with, it really diminishes it. It starts to shrink and you can actually begin to deal with it. So I'm asking you to join me next week as we dig deeper into confession. As we dig deeper into the topic of mental health and mental illness. And we're going to take it to the place of the cross. The cross where Jesus took it all. But why did he take it there? He took it there because there was a curse on the people. There was a curse to have death be the final answer, have evil be the final answer. But God said, no, I'm going to create a savior to save the world. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. So thank you for listening, and I hope you join me again. God bless, be healthy, be well. Until next time.